0: Welcome to Burnside at Home. It is wonderful that you are able to join us in worshipping God today. Thank you for taking the time on the phone line or the podcast. This is the service for Sunday, the 31st of May, 2020. It's Pentecost Sunday, and we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. To help me today, there are two readings, Acts chapter two, which will be read to us by Matthew Beveridge, And Luke chapter 3, verses 15 and 16, which will be read by Robert Beveridge. As I've done over the last couple of weeks, you will have an introduction, a prayer, the readings, and then the sermon. After that, I will put the other parts of the service so that if you're short of time, you can just listen to the sermon, or if you have longer to spend, you can listen to all that's provided. After the sermon, you'll find us giving thanks for the offering. And can I say thank you for your generosity and how you have kept giving to the church during this time. Donations can be sent to Jeremy Burtonshaw or you can ring me and I will give you more details. As well as giving thanks for the offering, we will have the children's address, a little spot entitled Why Jesus. We'll have a prayer for others and we'll finish with the benediction. I'm really sorry that there's no music or singing at the moment on the podcast. Hopefully we will be able to solve that over the next few weeks. But I hope that you are keeping well. Do tell others about this phone line. And we will now begin the service with the introduction and the welcome. So thank you so much for listening. Welcome to Port Stewart and to Burnside at Home. Wherever you happen to be today, you're very welcome as we worship God together. And today you join us on a very special occasion. It's Pentecost Sunday, the day whenever we celebrate the birthday of the church. It's when the Holy Spirit filled the house where the apostles were meeting together and filled the apostles. And they began to preach and prophesy And hundreds and thousands were added to the church on that particular day. The Holy Spirit fills those who believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. The Holy Spirit provides us with power. The Holy Spirit is mysterious. The Holy Spirit is supernatural. The Holy Spirit is powerful. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit is a helper. He is a comforter. He's someone who comes alongside and guides us in our lives. So today we're going to celebrate the Holy Spirit. We're going to meditate upon the Holy Spirit. We're going to invite him to reveal himself to us in our lives so that we might know him and so that we might worship him together. The prophet Joel uh, told of the day when the Holy Spirit would come. He said, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So today I invite you to call on the name of the Lord to find salvation in Jesus Christ and to be filled with his Holy Spirit so that we might worship him together. So let's bow before him in prayer. Heavenly Father, today we ask that you would bring salvation to us. We ask, Lord, that we would know the forgiveness that has been bought by our Saviour Jesus Christ by dying on the cross for us. Help us today, Lord, to trust in you and to be filled by your Holy Spirit. Reveal your Holy Spirit to us, that we might know you as the one true living God, the powerful, mysterious, supernatural, comforting, helping and guiding Holy Spirit. May you be with us now and forever. Amen. We're going to begin our service with an item of praise. It's by the Gettys, and it's a wonderful hymn that reminds us of what the Holy Spirit does for us. Holy Spirit, living breath of God, breathe new life into my willing soul. We're asking the Holy Spirit to breathe into us, to bring renewing and refreshing. And is that not what we need at this time? We're asking the Holy Spirit to speak through God's word, that God's word may come alive in us and give us faith that we cannot see. And we're asking that the Holy Spirit would come and abide in our lives, that day by day we would live by the Spirit. So let's worship God together with Holy Spirit, living breath of God. The reading this morning is from Luke 3, verses 15 and 16. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them, I baptise you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire.
1: Amen. The reading this morning is from Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 18. When the day of the Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound, like the blowing of a violent wind, came from heaven and filled the house where they were sitting. Each one had heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans?" Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some however made fun of them and said, they've had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of whom who live in Jerusalem, let me explain to you, listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visitors. Your old will see will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. Amen.
0: Today we are thinking about Pentecost and the birth of the church when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles and filled the room in which they were gathered. And I want to take us back to those couple of verses that we read from Luke chapter 3, where John the Baptist has appeared on the scene. And the people are looking to John, and they're wondering, is this the Messiah? Uh, And we're told in verse 15 of John chapter 3 that the people were waiting expectantly. And we're all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Christ. And that's a wonderful picture that we have of the people waiting and longing for the Messiah, longing for the Son of God to come into the world. William Hendrickson has a a wonderful translation of this verse. He puts it like this, the people were on tiptoe of expectation. The people were on the tiptoe of expectation. They were waiting. They were anticipating. You know what it's like whenever you're waiting on something? Maybe you're waiting for Christmas to arrive as a child, and it's as if you're standing on tiptoe to see if you can catch any glimpse of Christmas coming. At the moment, I suppose we're all waiting for the end of lockdown, and we're waiting expectantly. Is it going to happen? standing on tiptoe, looking for little signs. And already there's been a few relaxations in the rules, and probably there will be more to come. We're waiting expectantly. And so the people were waiting expectantly on Jesus Christ. And then in Acts chapter 2, the passage that we read together from Acts of the Apostles, again The apostles are waiting with expectation. They are on the tiptoe of expectation. Jesus has ascended into heaven. It's been 10 days since he left them. And now they've been told to wait and he will send his Holy Spirit to them. And they're waiting and waiting, wondering when it's going to happen and when the Holy Spirit is going to come. Now we're in this very fortunate position now that we don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit. As soon as we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, as soon as Jesus takes away our sin and forgives us, then the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us. We're no longer waiting. We have this wonderful gift and here the apostles were waiting. They were longing for the Holy Spirit, just as the people were longing for the Messiah whenever they were listening to John the Baptist preaching. And now today, we also are waiting in expectation. Not for the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is with us, but we're waiting in expectation for Jesus Christ to return. We know that he left this earth and ascended to heaven he breathed his holy spirit upon his church but he's also promised that one day he's coming back again and we long for that day and we cannot wait we're on the tiptoe of expectation waiting for Jesus to come back again so John knows that he is not the Messiah. So whenever they ask him, are you the one that's been promised the Messiah? John tells them very clearly. He says, "Look, there's a difference between me and the one you're waiting on. I baptize with water, but the one more powerful than I will come, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit." and with fire. And this is what makes the Christian faith unique. We're not just following a set of rules that we believe to be the best in the world. We're not just following a great leader who we believe to be the greatest man who ever lived. We are baptised by God, the Holy Spirit, coming and living in our lives. We have the Holy Spirit with us each and every day. The Holy Spirit is our counselor and our guide. The Holy Spirit prompts us and leads us every day of our lives. He helps us as we seek to read the Bible and understand it. He's always with us because he's dwelling in us. And so for the Christian, God is not someone who's far away and distant. God is here each and every day of our lives. He's always with us because he's dwelling in us. And therefore, the Christian faith is supernatural. We're living each day in a natural world, but the Holy Spirit is supernatural. Supernatural. We can touch and we can see the things around us, but that's only part of the world that we're living in. It's only part of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit with us, and when we pray, we're saying there's more to this world than just the physical that we see around us. We're saying that there's a spiritual world that we're linked to through God, through the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist knew that he was part of that world but he also knew that when Jesus would come he would bring the Holy Spirit and that would bring in a whole new era and the promise of the Holy Spirit and indeed notice that John also promises not just that Jesus would baptize with Holy Spirit but also with fire and that's what we read about in Acts chapter 2. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Jesus had been resurrected from the dead with victory over sin. He had ascended into heaven and the disciples were now waiting together Waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. And now we don't need to wait for a day of Pentecost because the day of Pentecost has already arrived. And from the moment that we accept Jesus, we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. The Holy Spirit is able to transform us. It took a a timid group of fearful men and gave them courage to go out and to face persecution and to face death Because the Holy Spirit was with them in all that they were doing. And so whatever we are fearful of today, we can go with courage because the Holy Spirit is with us. And the Holy Spirit will not leave us and will not forsake us. The Holy Spirit is right beside us in all that we do. And so we have nothing to fear in this world because God is with us. And so God is helping us and guiding us and strengthening us. And it was said of these early apostles that whenever people saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unskilled, ordinary men, they were astonished and took note that these men had been with Jesus. You can read about that in Acts chapter 4. And even whenever they were persecuted, they kept obeying God. They were imprisoned and they sang hymns to God. There were earthquakes around them and they were protected. They were shipwrecked and they were kept safe. All because the Holy Spirit was with them and would not leave them. The Holy Spirit was at work. And this is what the Holy Spirit does in our lives today. That he will protect us. He will guide us. He will give us his power. This is the mystery of the Holy Spirit at work. The Holy Spirit is mysterious. He is supernatural. But he is also comforting and a help who comes alongside us. We wonder sometimes what we can do for God. The Holy Spirit enables us to do whatever God wants us to do for him. The Holy Spirit makes a difference in our lives. Because we're not acting alone. We're acting on the strength of the Holy Spirit. But not only were these disciples waiting on the Holy Spirit. They were also, as John the Baptist said, waiting on fire. Because Jesus promised that he would baptize with spirit and with fire. And we sort of concentrate on the mystery of the Holy Spirit. But John mentions this fire. He tells us he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Luke 3, verses 16 and 17. And fire in the Bible can mean many things. And here it is obviously in parallel, alongside the Holy Spirit. Fire is often a sign of God's presence, as is the Holy Spirit. And we see from verse 17 of Luke chapter 3, that fire is also closely associated with judgment, and with punishment and there can be no room for the Holy Spirit in a life that is disobedient to God when we disobey God then we're pushing the Holy Spirit out of our lives and so we need the fire to come in judgment to cleanse us to refine us to make room for the Holy Spirit in our lives So it's not just enough today to say, Holy Spirit, come and fill my life. We need to repent before the Lord and ask him to burn away the sin in our lives so that there is room for the Holy Spirit in our lives. Maybe during this whole lockdown period, you've been uh, tidying up at home, you've been sorting stuff out, you've been spring cleaning and getting rid of stuff so that you have more room about the house. You suddenly have time to look around and to see the things that need attention. I think that's what God is saying to us spiritually today on Pentecost Sunday. Uh, Sit down, take a good look, notice the things that are clogging up your life And now is the time to get rid of them. Allow God with his holy fire to come into your life and burn those things away and set you free to serve him and to follow him again. To make room for the Holy Spirit, to listen to the Holy Spirit, to look to the Holy Spirit, to guide and to help in all that you do. Don't just expect the Holy Spirit to do miraculous things if at the same time you're clogging up your life and you're filling it up so that there's no room for the Holy Spirit to be there. So the Holy Spirit comes and fills our lives. And that's what it will be like as well when the Lord Jesus Christ returns to this earth. The day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. That's what Peter tells us in 2 Peter chapter 3. And so John is not only looking forward to the first coming of Jesus. He's also looking ahead to the second coming of Jesus. And so today we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. But let's not become complacent. Let's also look ahead to the return of Jesus so that we are ready for him. We celebrate Pentecost, but let's also be prepared for his return because he is a mighty God. He is a God who keeps his promises. He promised the early church that he would send his Holy Spirit and his Holy Spirit came. He promises us that he will return and he will return for each one of us. So let's worship him today. And let's glorify him. And let's trust in the Holy Spirit for each and every day. That as we go through this lockdown experience, as we face the uncertainties ahead, let's know that God is with us, dwelling in us. And he will not leave us. And he will not forsake us. Let's bow before him and Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us today. May we be aware of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us and may we trust in your Holy Spirit to guide us and to help us and to equip us to serve you. Lord, may we be attentive to all that you say to us through your Holy Spirit this day and in the days ahead. Closing hymn this morning is a wonderful hymn, which again is a prayer, breathe on me, breath of God. We're asking that God would send his Holy Spirit, that he would breathe upon us and that we would be transformed by his Spirit. That today we would never be the same again because we have met the Holy Spirit and we're living for him each day. So let us praise God with breathe in me, breath of God. Once again, today, we want to give thanks to God. We want to acknowledge uh, your generosity as you continue to give to the church. And we also want to thank God for all that he has given to us. Uh, so let's give thanks to the Lord God Almighty. Heavenly Father, we thank you this day for all that you have given to us We thank you for this incredible gift of your Holy Spirit filling our lives whenever we find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. And so Lord as we give to you this day we want to give you thanks for all that you have first given to us. Accept our offering today we pray and may it be used for your glory and your kingdom. Amen. You ever asked yourself this question, why Jesus? Why would I bother with Jesus? Well, I want to tell you today that Jesus is important to me because he is alive. Imagine if I was asking you today to follow someone who was dead and buried, long gone in the past. If I was just asking you to follow the teachings of someone who lived a couple of thousand years ago, you would rightly say to me, well, surely they're out of date. Surely those things don't apply anymore. They were well and good a few hundred years ago, a couple of thousand years ago, but today they don't make any sense. But the wonderful thing is Jesus Christ is alive. He lives today and he is with us each day, through his Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus was crucified. Yes, Jesus was buried in the tomb. But then on the third day, he rose again. For 40 days, he appeared to his disciples and to many hundreds of people, giving them proof that he was alive, that he had risen, speaking to them about the kingdom and telling them about salvation. Then he ascended into heaven, and for 10 days his disciples waited until the Holy Spirit filled them. And when the Holy Spirit filled them, they were transformed. Men who were frightened were filled with courage. People who had held back and hid away went out into the world and faced danger and death to tell other people about Jesus. So why Jesus? Jesus because he is with us every day through his Holy Spirit. He transforms lives through his Holy Spirit. He is relevant today because he is alive today. So don't reject Jesus because he lived 2,000 years ago. Follow Jesus because he lives today and he lives in each one of us through his Holy Spirit. And because of that, we have a helper, We have a counsellor. We have someone who never leaves us. Why Jesus? Because he will never forsake us. Today our prayer is that the Holy Spirit would come and fill lives that are in need. That people would look to the Holy Spirit to guide and to help. So let's come and bring our prayers for others before God. Lord God Almighty, we pray for your Holy Spirit today. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and help us in our time of need. We ask for hope and comfort for all those who are struggling today. Holy Spirit, help us. We pray for guidance for those who are leading and have incredibly difficult decisions to make. May they look to your Holy Spirit, Lord, and find the guidance that they need. Holy Spirit, help us. We pray, Lord, for those who are ill today and suffering. We pray that your Holy Spirit would come alongside and would bring comfort. Holy Spirit, help us. We pray today, Lord, for those who need your courage and need your comfort in times of distress. We pray, Lord, for those who are seeking to reach out with the good news of the gospel in difficult circumstances. Holy Spirit, help us. Loving God, we ask for the assurance of your Spirit to know your presence with us in our daily lives, in our relationships, in our work and service, in our worship, in our times of joy and pain. Holy Spirit, help us. Amen. Our next item of praise is a prayer. It's a wonderful version of Be Thou My Vision. Uh, Members of churches north and south in this island have come together uh, to sing Be Thou My Vision as a blessing, uh, as a prayer for our land that we would look to the Lord God Almighty and on this Pentecost Sunday we would find the Holy Spirit and we would listen to his guiding and his leading in our lives. So let's worship God with Be Thou My Vision. Boys and girls, many of the things that we need in today's world require batteries or require to be charged up for them to work. If you've got a mobile phone, you'll not have used it very long before you see the power uh, starting to dip. And maybe a warning coming up on the screen, low battery. And you need to find somewhere to plug it in and to charge it up so that you can keep using it again. There's all sorts of things that we have that need batteries. Laptops as well. You need to keep them charged up if you're going to use them. I remember once, not so long ago, buying a, a little vacuum cleaner. You know, one of those handheld ones that you see advertised and uh, you can use it anywhere to vacuum up the dirt. And the person who sold it to me said, this vacuum cleaner has a very special feature. It has a, a very good point and it has a very bad point. And I said, well, what, what are, what's the good point and what's the bad point? And he told me they're both the same thing. The bad thing is the battery in your vacuum cleaner is only going to last 10 minutes. And I said, okay, if that's the bad thing, what's the good thing about it? And he says, the battery in your vacuum cleaner is only going to last 10 minutes. You're only going to be able to vacuum for 10 minutes at a time. And what a great feature that is. Imagine if you're going to start doing the cleaning and the vacuuming, and you can only do it for 10 minutes, and then you have to stop because you need to charge it great feature in a vacuum cleaner. The one that we've replaced it with lasts far too long and you never run out of battery which is no good. Today we're thinking about the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is the power that you and I need if we're going to follow Jesus and we're going to be uh, disciples of him. The Holy Spirit came upon the first disciples at Pentecost. And today is Pentecost Sunday and we're celebrating the birth of the church together. And these disciples were frightened. They were worried. They had watched Jesus as he'd been crucified. They had watched as uh, the Jews had turned against Jesus and had had killed him uh, and tried to silence him. And now these disciples were worried that they were going to face the same opposition. But when the Holy Spirit came, they were filled with power. They were filled with courage. They were able to go out and to tell others about Jesus. Jesus had died. He had then risen from the dead at Easter. And then for 40 days, he walked about. He met people. He told people and showed them that he was alive. Then he ascended into heaven. And for 10 days, the disciples were waiting, waiting to see what would happen. And 10 days later, the Holy Spirit came. That was 50 days after Easter. And today, Pentecost Sunday, is 50 days after Easter Sunday as we celebrate together. So at times, if you're worried At times, if you're not sure how you're going to follow Jesus, how you're going to live for him, what you're going to say for him, what you're going to do for him, remember that the Holy Spirit has filled us, that the Holy Spirit is living in us. And the Holy Spirit is the power that we need day by day to follow God, to serve God, to be his witnesses and to be his disciples. And the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit living in us is that his power never runs out. We never have to run and find a power source. We never give up because we've run out of power. The Holy Spirit, he is with us every day, all day long in all that we do and we can rely upon him. It's a wonderful gift, having the Holy Spirit with us. So let's thank Jesus. Let's worship him together, that he has given us his Holy Spirit. And we're going to sing a wonderful little chorus now. I want to see Jesus lifted high, that Jesus would be glorified, and that his name would be above all others. As we come to the end of our service today, my blessing for you is now the benediction. And then after the benediction, as we often do in our online services, uh, we're going to uh, hear the Gettys as they lead us in a family hymn sing together. So let's bow before God and let us pray his blessing upon one another today. Lord God Almighty, We thank you for your Holy Spirit dwelling in each one of us. May we now recognise your Holy Spirit each day of our lives. May we know your guiding, may we know your counsel, may we know your help and your strength. And may you be with us today and in the days ahead. For we ask it in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.